by the fans for the fans covering all four major sports in the district of champions it's the dc crossover podcast with your hosts mike cerrone and ben simpson what's going on everybody mike cerrone from the dc crossover podcast right here with you all once again uh, first of all, I want to apologize to everyone out there who's listening, who has not seen me or Ben over the last couple of weeks, obviously on YouTube and uh, all the podcasts and outlets and stuff like that. Um, as some of you may already know, I'm coaching baseball and I'm basically coaching for six days a week. And also uh, Michigan State is, is on the tube right now. So Ben is at his parents' house. So I'm just going to cop on for you know a quick little bit. Uh, to go over a few things that's been happening uh, in the personal life and also uh, in the D.C. sports market. So, uh, Ben shall be back next week. Again, hopefully we can get the schedule going because obviously, as everyone already knows, that we usually uh, record on Mondays. And on Mondays, uh, we do it around 6 o'clock and then we edit the audio and we do all that kind of good stuff and then put it out for Monday night and then everyone on Tuesday can download it. But... Because of my new schedule, uh, at least for the next month, maybe two months, I guess you could say, uh, that's going to be a little bit off. So that's going to be a little bit of a change where we will be posting, uh, hopefully, a podcast episode on Sunday nights uh, for the most part. But obviously, right now, it's kind of the off season. Um, for us personally, it's not really <laughs> a great time of year for uh, you know the, the DC sports market um, as of right now. We're really just looking at, um, you know, the Nats uh, getting into season form, but obviously that uh, season, as we've talked about multiple times, is probably not going to be a great season. It's more so a developmental season. Um, but then you also got uh, the Nats, or excuse me, the Wiz, and they're kind of on the cusp of barely making the playoffs. The the Caps only have about eleven games left at this point. Uh, lost today, as I record this. Um, and it's just just all over the place. So if you don't know, uh, what we usually do, uh, we do something called the off season. We call it the off season because typically, uh, before, uh, the whiz and the, uh, commanders and the capitals, uh, play, because as of right now, the Nats are kind of in a rebuild when they all play, when they are all in season, we are heavily on those teams. But now the off season, as some of you already know, we get into drafts and we get into uh, you know rankings and different funny articles and different stuff like that uh, that just uh, kind of entertain you guys for the most part. 
Um, and then we're obviously going to, you know, keep with the betting segments as well. Um, but uh, we're going to try to change up some things and kind of go from there. Because last year when we were talking about the Nats, uh, it was something that I guess you could say it was something that we enjoyed and it was nerve wracking until we started selling all the pieces off. And then we already knew that the rebuild was on. Um, but overall, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens and we'll see what happens with, uh, you know, the off season, which is going to be starting a little early. Um, actually it should start right now. I'm going to crack open. Oh yeah, that's, that's perfect. Oh, let me take a little sip of this. Ooh, so good when it hits your lips. Uh, if you know that, 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 that movie reference, then kudos to you. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyways, um, again, I'm Mike Cerrone, one half of the DC crossover with you guys today. Just briefly, again, it's going to be a short episode just to get you guys some content out there and let us, let you know uh, what's been going on. Obviously, like I said, the schedules for me and Ben have been kind of clashing. Ben is currently in a, uh, in a selling his home type uh, situation, so he's all over the place, and then obviously my coaching schedule's all over the place, so we're trying to get everything sorted out, and everything, I guess you could say, timed up nicely, um, but in general, I just think that it's one of those situations where you got to bear with us just a little bit, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on and try to figure out uh, what's next on the docket uh, for the DC Crossover podcast. So, again, if you want to follow all the social media outlets uh, at the DC Crossover on uh, Twitter, uh, on TikTok, at DC Crossover Podcast, definitely check all that stuff out uh, on TikTok. I run the TikTok. Ben runs the Twitter. Um, on TikTok, I put all the, I guess you could say, best of clips or funny clips or uh, takes and different stuff of that nature on there. So you can definitely check out TikTok if you want to get on there. Give us a follow. Also, just check uh, out and uh, rate, review, and subscribe and all that kind of good stuff um, to uh, the Apple Podcast, Spotify. And I think there's one more out there. Maybe it's Google. Is it Google Music still? I don't even know. I don't know. Google's, Google's all over the place sometimes. Um, but anyways, um, today I just wanted to get into something that I saw on a show the other day. Uh, I think the show, what was the show called? Because um, I'm all over the place now, you know, me and Jess are sitting there, um, you know, just flipping through and trying to find different shows to watch. And, you know, obviously we're following Below Deck and that's a great show and different things like that. Um, but there was a show uh, that uh, we watched recently. Can't I can't find the name of it. I'm trying to think of it. It was one of those dating shows. Um, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think of what it was exactly, um, but in general, uh, the best part about it was is that <laughs> this person, and this is this is going to go off a little tangent for me, um, and I've known people who do this, and if you do this, you know, all the power to you, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do, you know, whatever, live your life, but you know, just just don't come at me with this kind of stuff. So on this dating show, again, I, f- I forgot exactly what it was, uh, what it's called. Um, the person actually, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. It's called, uh, summer house, summer house. If you guys have seen summer house, uh, that's what it's called. It's not really a dating show now. Now that I think about it, it's not a dating show, uh, <laughs> but it's called summer house. And, um, this girl goes up to this, this guy and the guy's a good looking guy. I'm not going to, you know, say he's not, uh, but she goes up to him and basically is like interested in him for the first like minute and a half. But that within five minutes, within five minutes, she sits there and says, when's your birthday? 
And he goes, you know, I don't know, July 10th or something like that. And she looks at him like in disgust. And I'm, I'm just like, seriously, you're going to judge a guy on his birthday. And then, of course, what does she do next? She starts saying, oh, you're a, 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 a Capricorn or whatever the heck they're called. I don't even I mean, I know they're horoscopes or whatever. And I don't even know which one that is. I know I'm a Virgo, but I don't really, I honestly could care less. I mean, I could care less if I'm a Virgo or a, a Leo or a, a, a the Big Dipper. I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff, astrology, all that kind of stuff. I don't know any of that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to, you know, people doing horoscopes, that stuff just tilts me to no end. I mean, it's so funny to me that's, that people can just sit there and talk about horoscopes and, oh, well, you know, the, this Capricorns don't don't mesh with uh, Leos and stuff like that because typically Leos are controlling or this or that. or It's like, it's so funny. One person, this is years ago, probably five years ago at this point, um, you know, they came up to me and said, uh, what's, what, what's your uh, sign? And I said, I think I'm a Virgo, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. I should know that. Uh, it's been years now when I know my birthday. But they said, oh. And I was like, what? And they said, well, I'm a, you know, a, a Aquarius or whatever the hell. See, I'm naming them off because they're coming up to mind. But she said that to me. And I said, okay. And all of a sudden, like, it, it just, like, went straight downhill from there. Now, again, this is five years ago when I was single and stuff like that. And... It was a date, and it was just the most awkward time in the, in my life, I guess you could say, because you know it, it just reminded me of that time when I watched Summer House, and that 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 girl basically just shut this guy off, basically gave him the Heisman, and just like you know stiff armed him away because of his birthday. I mean, you don't even know what a person's like if you're gonna say, oh yeah, you were born on this day. So I mean, if that was the truth then wouldn't you think that people would start to plan out when they have a kid to avoid certain, uh, what's it called, the horoscopes? You know, would, wouldn't you think that people would actually plan, say, well, I don't want my kid to be a Leo, so we got to wait. <laughs> or something like that. I mean, come on now. You can add, you know, do the basic math of nine months and say, all right, pregnant for about nine months or so. I don't want my kid to be a uh you know, whatever the, whatever the other ones are, I can't keep naming the same ones, but it's, it's just funny to me because when I saw that, you know, me and Jess looked at each other and like, it's just so dumb. And I'm not trying to call the people who would like horoscopes and all that kind of stuff dumb. But when it comes down to brass tacks here, you, you can't sit there and just judge somebody off of when their birth date is. I mean, it, it, you could be Sylvester Stallone, you know, in the movie, the Cobra. And, uh, if you don't know what that movie is, you go see it. It's pretty badass, but you know, he could he could be a good looking guy. You know, have, have muscles left and right, and, and and a really nice guy and stuff like that. But you ask him what his birthday is, and then you say, "Yep, not feeling it, not feeling it." I mean, those people can go kick rocks, for all I say. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, it's just hilarious. I mean, uh. and by the way, just speaking of horoscopes, the last part of that word, scopes. Has anyone be- ever been to Ocean City? And obviously, people who you know live around here. Uh, in the DMV, kind of no Ocean City. Not talking about Ocean City, New Jersey. No one cares about that. New Jersey's not even a state at this point to me. Uh, but if you go to Ocean City, Maryland, do they still have people that are doing scopes? I believe when I went to uh, the beach, I might have been last year or, I don't know, maybe two years ago or something like that. I forgot exactly when I went uh, last. 
they had, I think they had somebody running around doing the scopes. Now, now who does scopes anymore? I mean, you got iPhones and you got, uh, you know, I mean, even I, mean, I can't even say digital cameras because those are pretty much out. But you got the, you know, those those ginormous cameras that people do for hobbies nowadays. And it's just funny to me how, you know, times have changed so much where back in the day when I was a kid, you would have those people running around at least, geez, I would say probably at least two or three times a, a day you would see people trying to sell those damn scopes. And I'm not going to lie. I have gotten scopes before, um, or my family has at least. But, I mean, the scopes, <laughs> those scopes, man, what a waste. Like, you get to, like, look through, like, a, tele- a, a miniature telescope just to see a picture of your family. I mean, <laughs> then you had to go pick it up and buy it. They didn't even bring it to you. I mean, geez, that's, that's <laughs> the times have changed. It's nuts. But um, anyways, again, this is the DC Crossover. I'm Mike Cerrone once again, sticking with you guys for just a little bit. Uh, just kind of just talking on the mic, just a, just a tad bit, just try to give you guys a little bit of entertainment but um, or just re- relation to <laughs> some stuff that just popping in my mind as I take another sip of this uh, nice adult beverage. Mm. Ah, so smooth. Now, I'm not going to do the salt in a seltzer without Ben. I can't do that. But you guys got to go and uh, hit me up. On TikTok or Twitter, my Twitter, my personal Twitter is at Cerrone16. Um, you could uh, you can go on there and and hit one of us up on Twitter and and say what kind of segments you guys want to hear. You know, we could do some funny segments, especially for the off season, uh, because you know we've done all the types of drafts so far, and of course we're going to have more. But at the same time, you know, we've had uh, the chicken sandwich tournament and the sweet snacks tournament, and we've had uh, you know. Wow, Michael Jenkins was on. I had uh, some other people who have been in the sh- been on the show in the past back on, uh, rating snacks and rating chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. So definitely want to hear from you guys to see what you guys want to see uh, on at least YouTube and TikTok, C-S-E-E, and then also here on all the podcasting outlets uh, about what uh, kind of drafts we will be doing. We might do some Facebook Lives and stuff like that as well. Now we don't really post on Facebook that often. It's just a, it just doesn't really mesh uh, real well. Uh, and you know, for, for me at least personally, you know, Facebook is kind of, I don't even know what you want to call. It. I don't really get on Facebook that often anymore. I get on there just like kind of maybe scroll through for maybe a couple minutes, but then I get back on TikTok or Instagram or something like that. Um, Facebook's not really my thing anymore. But overall, I uh, definitely want to hear from you guys and see what you guys uh, want, uh, at least for drafts or. Uh, different segments and stuff like that. Um, you know, the betting segments, which I'll get into March Madness uh, here in a minute. Uh, you know, betting for me this month has been lucrative. I'm starting to get into golf betting. Golf betting is now one of my favorites because, yes, you know, a buddy of mine uh, and a lot of people know who Kevin is in my life. Uh, and uh, so if I just say his name, then some people out there who are already listening uh, would know who he is, and uh, and he he makes me laugh because he sits there and makes fun of me because I I call it a, a weekend sweat, but in, in in a you know a betting term that's what a sweat is. I mean you're sweating out the weekend and you want to make sure, and basically I'm sweating bets instead of going to the gym and sweating, which is probably not the best idea because I got a lot of stuff coming up here in the next like three months, um, but. Uh, yeah, I love me some weekend golf sweats now. I already won last weekend with the players. Um, that was intense. Scotty Scheffler winning that one. I had him winning. Uh, and I also had um, another parlay in there, which is awesome. So that was awesome. 
uh, to, to, to get those two wins and get ready for March Madness. But hopefully all your brackets out there are actually doing pretty well. My bracket was busted in the first, I guess you get six hours, Arizona. You know, thanks a lot. Um, you know, and my dad, of course, my dad texted me and said, man, Arizona really screwed you. And I just had to put a gif, and that was the end of that conversation. Um, but uh, overall, not the greatest, not the greatest. Um, but March Madness has been fun to bet on um, and look at because, especially tonight, I have a uh, excuse me, I have a uh, a bet in tonight with a couple of buddies of mine, which we are putting thirty bucks on Fairly Dickinson to win outright on the money line, which is going to be awesome. Now I don't know if we're going to have a chance to upload this. Uh, before this game happens. So you guys out there probably already know if uh, Fairly Dickinson won or not. It's at 745 tonight as this is Sunday. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that would be pretty awesome to see them win because, A, I have a bet on them, and, and B, it, it's it's pretty cool to see another 16 seed. I mean, this is like I think the second time, I mean, in history, obviously, but the second time in the last five years, obviously, UMBC uh, won their game against UVA, uh, which we all love to see UVA lose. At least I personally do because I'm a Tech fan. But at, at least looking at that, uh, you're understanding that basically this is history in the making. And just like St. Peter's and Princeton and some of these other 15 seeds that have beaten number two seeds have kept on winning. I mean, St. Peter's was last year, and that was intense as well because you saw that. Uh, go! I think they I think they made it to the Sweet 16, and they lost. I'm not exactly sure. I forgot exactly uh, where they uh, where they ended up last year. Um, but overall, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the game, and uh, overall, I like Shaka Smart. I hope Shaka Shaka does well. I know they're playing Michigan State right now, so obviously you'll know if they won too. So it's kind of hard to to uh, put this out and not know the results, and then all of a sudden you guys know the results. So I'm not gonna try to get into the games right now, but how about we jump really quickly into um, the caps and see exactly where their shot is in the standings and if they even have a shot to make the playoffs. The Washington Capitals. So the Washington Capitals, 33, 31, and 7. Um, and this is the time that they needed to make a push. They needed to make a push to see if they could make the playoffs. And that's the problem is right now, after their basically sell job, I guess you could say, at the trade deadline, they needed a lot more uh, ammunition to basically go out there and do anything. Now, I'm not a big Marcus Johansson fan, but he is a decent threat on the offensive end. Um, injuries have kind of piled up. I mean, obviously, John Carlson being out for a while hurt them. Uh, but, I mean, Ovi, you know, I think the whole entire situation that happened and, and, and rest in peace is his father. But uh, I think when that how, the whole thing happened, the season kind of just fell on his face, um, if you want to put it that way. Because when you're looking at it, they were, you know, pretty much in, in the playoff race the entire season until that whole entire situation happened. And it's, and it's not something that we're blaming uh, anyone for. I just think that when you see Ovechkin in the locker room and you see him on the ice, he is a leader. He is someone that they lean on uh, to go out there and shoot five to ten shots a game. You know, pepper the goalie and try to figure out if you can squeeze one in there and, uh, and, and see if you can actually get a goal. Because, you know, when he scores, I would like to see what the actual, uh, I guess you could see what the record is 
when he scores because I would bet that it was it's well over 500. Um, but just not not seeing him out there on the ice for I don't know how many games it was eight to ten or something like that maybe um, I don't have the exact number in front of me but that just that just you know was a detrimental thing to their season and you're looking at like I said the uh, the standings right now and uh, I mean right now they're basically playing 500 hockey uh, when they need to go on a run and everyone else is kind of leaving the door open as well the Islanders six three and one their last ten which is good um, but it's not you know spectacular. Uh, and then you're also seeing the Pens at five four and one. The Panthers actually have been playing pretty well seven two and one. Uh, but the Sabers, the Sabers been two six and two, and they got blown out today. Um, so you're you're seeing some of these teams kind of falter a little bit. But that's the funny thing is that we're just playing five hundred hockey. You know, we win one, we lose one, we win one, we lose one. And that's what the this season has basically been all about. And I do. Uh, agree with the organization's decision to go out there and start selling some pieces because if you have some pieces uh, to sell and try to get some draft picks or young uh, skaters and stuff like that to try to you know put in the mix I think this is a good idea because right now you're going to get I mean since the trade deadline you know you're going to get 10 to 20 games or so uh, of, of these guys going out there and getting some good opportunities and that's the biggest thing that I look at is you want those young skaters, you know, McMichael and so on and so forth, all those guys. I think Farivar has done a great job this year. Um, but you're seeing a lot of these guys go out there and try to get some playing time and see what they got. Because, again, the clock is ticking on Ovechkin. Everyone wants to say that, oh, man, this guy's a beast. He's an awesome player and this and all, all these different things. And, and the clock's ticking. Mother Nature never fails. I mean, the biggest thing you look at is that hockey is is pretty much, I would say, almost on an equal playing field as violent as football. I mean, you're looking at Peyton Manning go out there, okay? Peyton Manning did have his neck injury kind of stuff going on uh, and all that kind of jazz. Um, and then, uh, you know, he was out for a full season, and then he ended up going to the Broncos, and he was kicking the, everyone's ass in the Broncos. Um, he, he went out there and, like, set a record. They went to the Super Bowl and got blown out. Thanks a lot, Peyton. <laughs> Had a lot of money on that game. Um, as well, but that was back in college, so maybe it wasn't a lot of money. Uh, but you're looking at it and saying that, you know, he went from setting a record to all of a sudden not being able to throw the, the, the football, and uh, over like a two year span. So mother mother nature never really fails. I mean, yes, you want to sit there and talk about Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, or whatever. He didn't have a great year this year either. So you're sitting there and saying, is Ovechkin going to have this type of production for another three years? I mean, I think that he's going to be probably getting the record over the next year or two if he stays healthy. But you're sitting there and saying the Caps are running out of time with Ovechkin. Now, yes, they got a cup in 18, okay? That's awesome. That was great. That was an unbelievable moment. But you're looking there and saying they came out to tell Ovechkin that we're always going to be competitive as long as you have skates and as long as you are on the Washington Capitals roster. The problem with that, though, is is that you want to sit there and stay competitive, but some moves, some contracts need to be re- re- reconstructed, um, restructured, whatever you want to say about it. Because right now, how this team is looking, it's not looking like they can go out and beat the Boston Bruins. It's not looking like they can go out and beat the, the, the Maple Leafs or even the Hurricanes or something like that. Because, I mean, you're seeing their records – I mean, Boston has 111 points and still has 13 games to play. 
And they, I think they, I think they actually were the ones who played Buffalo today and waxed them seven nothing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Their goal differential is one thirteen. Then you're looking at the Hurricanes. I mean, they're forty five fifteen eight. They got ninety eight points. I mean, it's just insane. So you're looking at it and saying the East is is just rotating. It's it's rotating all the way through. Boston has been pretty good. I mean, uh, for, for for years, but they've made some some pretty big moves as of late. Uh, in the last couple of years, you know, Taylor Hall not too long ago, uh, and so on and so forth, um, with some of the guys they got this year and whatnot, uh, like Dmitry Orlov and whatnot that we gave him. But you're seeing like the Lightning, for instance. The Lightning still have a good record. I mean, they still got um, a, a few good pieces over there. Stamkos, and you got, um, ah, geez, uh, Var, Var, not Varlamov, uh, Vasilevsky in net, and you also got uh, some other guys there. That can, uh, you know, Victor Hedman, um, you know, some other guys there that are they're getting older. So their their leash right now is getting shorter as well. So you're seeing some of these teams that have been building for a while. For instance, like the the Red Wings. The Red Wings are over 500. Um, you know, they're they're building. I think the Caps are soon enough going to be going through that. Um, so you're looking at this team and just just figuring out what is the next step. And right now, I think they're trying to grasp and get a lot younger. Because they were the oldest team in the NHL, but right now I think that they really have to figure out a way to go out and uh, for next year to go out and and, and try to make a splash uh, with, with another young uh, talent or figure out something in the draft or a draft up and or you know or excuse me trade up and try to figure out. I mean they got to do something because Ovi's production is huge, but you need some other young guys to you know to throw in there. I mean. They traded Lars Eller, traded Marcus Johansson, traded Dimitri Orlov, Garnet Hathaway. They they were sellers, and they they got a couple young 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 pieces. But you have to go out there and try to be more competitive than you are. And I think it's going to take time. But you're running out of time, and that's the biggest thing that I'm looking at here with the Caps. So right now, I mean, to make the playoffs, you have to go on a run. And right now, they have 11 games left, and they played two more than the Pens and the Panthers. And as of right now, I think they need to, I mean, geez, let's be honest here, 11 games, they have to win at least eight, I would say. I mean, eight. And it's, I mean, straight up, you have to win eight. And that's a minimum. And I don't think that's going to happen. But it's unfortunate. And again, that's why the offseason for us is probably going to start out pretty early uh, because of the sole fact that, you know, you're looking at the Caps who are typically in the playoffs, not going to be in the playoffs this year, which kind of sucks. But moving on. To another team in D.C. that is in the playoff standings, <laughs> but uh, eh, I don't know. They're right now <laughs> not not doing so well. So let's talk about the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards. Went to the game last night. Was going to save that for uh, when Ben gets back, um, but. Pretty fun night. Not gonna lie, it was a good time. It was the first time I've been to a Wizards game in years, and when I say years, I mean literally. I think the last time I went to a Wizards game was back when maybe when it was the MCI Center, <laughs> and it's been a few names since then. So overall, uh, the Wizards right now not not so hot. Three and seven in their last ten. They lost two straight. Um, it's it's just not looking good. Thirty two and thirty nine and. Honestly, when you're looking at the standings, they're a game and a half back. But right now, if the season ended today, they wouldn't make the playoffs. But right now, 
the the Pacers have the uh, tiebreaker over the Wiz. So right now the Wizards are in twelfth spot. Oh, excuse me, twelfth spot. Twelfth. I can't even say it right right now. Oh, that yawn took it out of me. Uh, the yeah, they're in twelfth spot right now. I mean, overall, it's just not looking good. Even if they get up to the playoffs, I mean, let's let's say they do. Okay, what's waiting for them? I mean, really, what is waiting for them? Because they ain't gonna win a, a playoff series. Sure, they they can win a playoff uh, uh, play in game, you know, against say the Bulls or the Raptors, maybe even the Hawks or something like that. They can win a game like that. But you're seeing that this team is is just you know just another year of mediocrity. And am I gonna blame Wes Unsell Jr.? No, I'm not going to blame him. Uh, I, I think it's more so the contract um, of uh, Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma kind of being all over the place. Last night he started hot and then got, you know, a little nicked up and then went out uh, after the first, like, I don't know, minute or two. Uh, I think it might have been an ankle or a knee. And then all of a sudden came back and then was pretty bad. I think he went two for eight or something like that in his next eight three-pointers or something like that. Um, so you're looking at this and, and just trying to figure out what the Wizards' next plan of action is because, again, it's the same old, same old. I mean, their their offensive production is pretty good. It's not terrible. I mean, they're 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 scoring just as much, pretty much, if not just a tad more than the Cavs. But the Cavs are playing better defense, and the Cavs are letting seven less points. So you're looking and saying, what what's got to give here? There are teams that are in the East, and I'm not going to go to the West, but there are teams in the East that are are in the negatives for differential, like the Heat. The Heat, you know, score 109 even and let in 109.7. But, I mean, they're right now in the seventh spot. And this is what the Wizards are. The Wizards, max, are going to be in, like, the seventh spot, you know, if if they're all healthy and whatnot for this season. That's just how it is. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it. And right now, they have, uh, let's see, 71 I believe that's 71. Yeah, 71 games played. So they only have 11 left as well. So they got to go on a little run. But the problem is, is, you know, some injuries and, and, and I guess, I mean, they got blown out last night because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the Kings, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a team shoot three-pointers like the Kings did last night. I think they, I think they ended up with 66% from deep. I mean, it's it, it's insane. I mean, that game was insane last night. I mean, every single shot, it felt like the Kings were just, I mean, straight up, just just making every single thing. And they scored 132 points, which was remarkable, honestly. I mean, they, they just they just went, went crazy from beyond the arc. 22 for 37. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's insane. It's insane. 60% from three-point. Sabonis so went off. He had 30 points, 10 for 12 from the arc, or excuse me, 10 for 12 from the field and 10 for 12 from free throw, uh, the free throw stripe. But it's just insane. So I don't know. The Wiz right now, that if they make it, what's really the big deal? I mean, who really cares at this point? Um, but <laughs> when they get in there, they're probably going to lose. But we're always going to vie and try to hope that our team could go out there and, and make the playoffs because it's fun to watch your team make the playoffs. But right now, it's just like, you're going to watch a loser go out there 
and lose. <laughs> I mean, you get you. There's nothing else you can say about it. Ugh. But, anyways, that's just how the cookie crumbles, I guess, with the DC sports teams. And also, we got to give a shout out. Not really a shout out, but a uh, I don't even know how to put it. A uh, unfortunate shout out um, to Cade Cavalli. Obviously, if you don't know who he is, he's an up and coming riser for the Nats. He ended up going out and getting uh, hurt. Uh, I think it was last week, and now he has Tommy John's. Now he's out for the season, and that's a huge deal because when you're looking at Cade Cavalli, this is his year to go out there and and show us what he has. Um, you know, he is a young guy. He's one of our biggest prospects, and this year is pretty much a lost year, so it's going to be more of a developmental year for, for all the players. Um, and, th- and this is going to be his his situation where he was going to go out there and actually make something happen and try to get that developmental year under his belt and then go out there for the following seasons and try to be the top guy with Josiah Gray. Um, but that's that, That's just not uh, – not in the cards, obviously. So that's unfortunate news for the Nats front. But um, anyways, uh, again, thank you guys for t- for checking out the DC crossover again. I think I'm going to get out of here. Maybe go make myself a uh, another adult beverage and watch some more uh, action. Fairly Dickinson, hopefully, plus 750 with the boost that I got, plus 990. Unreal. Plus 990. Loving it. Loving it. Um, I wish I had the uh, the audio of uh, Johnny Z, our outro, and hopefully, maybe because I'm gonna send this over to Ben because he has some of the some of the intros and outros and all that kind of stuff. I might have to make sure that he puts that in the audio. If 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 he doesn't, then we'll know that he screwed up and we'll we'll, we'll get on his ass. The other uh, the other podcast episode that we do probably next week. So again, thanks you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to. Uh, the DC crossover episode one. I don't even know if we call this an episode, to be honest with you. Do we even call this an episode? I mean, if you think about it, it's me just blabbing my gums here. Flab is it flabbing? Flabbing your gums? I don't I don't know. I'm all over the place. I mean, my mind is just shot. It's just going and teaching. And this is the funny thing, is going and teaching elementary school kids, um, which I do on a daily basis. And then going to talk and coach high school kids, man, it, it just wears you out. <laughs> I mean, my mind, because I have to keep flipping this this internal switch that is basically, oh, I'm talking to young kids. A, I need to watch what I say because they're very impressionable. And B, I need to make sure that I water down everything I say because they probably don't know 95% of the words that I would, would say, typically. Uh, to like an adult or something like that. And then I have to flip that internal switch and go and coach high school uh, where these guys are, you know, saying all this all this different lingo. And I'm not even that old. I'm only 31. But it's like, I mean, they say some stuff and I just like, I, I just I just look at them and I'm just, I, I just shake my head and walk away. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else I can do. I mean, they're saying some words that I'm like, what what does that even mean? I mean, I understand what cap means and all that kind of stuff. You know, like when they say that's cap, which is also funny to me is when someone says that's cap. And if you don't know what that means, it means that they're lying. Why, why can't you just say, you know, you're lying or that's a lie, you know, because lie and cap are the same amount of letters. I, I you, you would think like I had this one kid back uh, in, in elementary school that I'm teaching at wanted me to call him a nickname that was longer by three letters of his actual name. 
which I, I didn't understand that. I said, his name is Andrew, and he wants to be called Murph Dog. And I said, that, that's longer than your actual name. And he said, okay. And I said, well, I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're making me say and remember you want to be called Murph Dog. Like, if it's, you know, Mad Dog or something like that, that's, that's really short. You know, it's only six letters, something like that. And, you know, Andrew is typical. And he's not, he doesn't want to go by Andy or anything like that. But he wants to be called Murph Dog. And I'm like, dude, I ain't calling you that, bud. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. But um, that's what I should do. Some of these these episodes is I have a list of some kids quotes that I see um, on a daily basis for the most part, which which I write down. Especially during COVID, that's that was insane. I, I had these kids just raising their hand on on the virtual, and they were just asking the most random questions. I mean, one person said they saw a a a, a dwarf one time or an elf one time. And I don't know. It was it was it was weird, man. These I mean, these, these kids, these kids say some crazy stuff. But anyways, again, <laughs> anyways, this is the DC crossover with Saron and Simpson once again. I'm not even gonna consider this an episode. I'm not even gonna say what episode it is. Hopefully, Ben puts the outro in with John Z. We'll see if he even does that. Who really cares? I just try to throw this together really quickly, um, so you guys could uh, know what's going on and why we've been off for a little while, a little hiatus uh, with all the scheduling conflicts that we have going on and whatnot uh, but anyways enjoy march madness enjoy uh hopefully the warmer weather to come and also uh wish me luck on the baseball season we didn't have a great start because a couple days ago we ended up losing the game with that we should have won so not a great start but overall thanks for again tuning in to the dc crossover rate subscribe review do all that kind of good stuff if you haven't uh, check out the talk at DC Crossover Podcast, the Twitter at the DC Crossover, and also my personal Twitter at Sarone16. Reach out and let us know what kind of stuff you want to see for the offseason right here on the DC Crossover. Take care, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.